You're listening to the Boss Up Your Brand podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to elevate their brand both on and offline. I'm your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. Hello and welcome to another edition of Boss Up Your Brand podcast. And I am, of course, your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. And I'm super excited to bring you another interview today. So my interview for today is with Shanice Bogues-Hill, and she's actually based in the U.S. And how we actually met was through Instagram. So especially during this pandemic, it was an opportunity for me to really connect with people virtually, literally all over the world. And with Shanice, I knew she had just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to branding. And I've connected with her a few times to talk to her. So one of them was through a IG live session that I had actually interviewed her twice on there to talk about branding and brand colors and then I had her as a guest contributor for my blog to talk about choosing brand colors so I love the knowledge that she brings and I just said you know what let me bring you on back to the podcast to you know speak about brand colors again because that is a a important part of your branding right so we're talking about bossing up your brand there's definitely a lot of elements that go into it So having your brand colors set and knowing and understanding there's a meaning behind it is vital, right? Because you can have a message that actually clashes with your colors and vice versa. You can have a message that is cohesive with the colors that you choose. So I'm so excited I was able to bring her onto the podcast to drop her knowledge on choosing brand colors. And I just thought I'd give you a little bit more of a background on her before we get into the interview. Shanice is, of course, the brand owner of Savvy Branding and Consulting Limited Liability Company, and it's a consulting and design agency based in Maryland, USA. She combines brand design, social media marketing, and encouragement and inspiration to help faith-based entrepreneurs. Specifically, she creates graphic design elements, designs websites, and shows entrepreneurs how to market their products and services via social media. Along with being a brand owner, she's also a full-time IT professional with an adorable, beautiful nine-month-old son and a loving husband. So without further ado, here is my interview with Shanice Bogues-Hill. So thank you so much, Shanice, for joining me today. Thank you for being a part of this. Of course, we've connected through Instagram a little while ago, and it's just so powerful how the internet can connect us from all over the world, right? So thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor, absolute honor to be featured on your podcast. I'm ready. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Of course. Like you said, I am brand owner of Savvy Branding and Consulting. Um, I specialize in social media marketing and website design. I have a target audience of um, faith-based entrepreneurs who I help just to encourage spiritually as well as to help motivate and push the action through just encouraging words. I share a bunch of visuals and a bunch of kind of inspirations to help people uh, create their websites to make sure their brand looks great and really attracts the appropriate audience. I love it. I love it. And as I said, we've connected through Instagram. So I've seen your Uh posts and you know, you're very true to who you are, very authentic 
and your colors are very bold as well. So we're definitely going to get into colors in a little bit. But what inspired you to get into this field? I have an actual background in information technology. And ever since I was little, I loved to work on projects. I didn't know they were called projects when I was younger. I just knew I used to love doing to-do lists. And if my family had something we were doing, we were moving. I literally would write people's to-do lists down. So that kind of segued into website design because I kind of, I don't, Think of myself as a graphic designer, but I have an eye for good design. So I'm having an eye for good design coupled with my love for projects and getting things done and going through the process. Kind of got me here to managing website design projects. And then also, like you said, I'm very authentic and I just make sure I show my authentic brand and myself through overcoming challenges and everything. So um, I really know how to market that through social media. So that's where Savvy Branding was born. I actually started in 2016 doing social media management. I've completely moved from that because that that's totally different from what I do now. But I like to say that as you're in business, you learn what you like to do. You learn what you like to focus on. So in 2016, I started with social media management and I rebranded and came here today to do social media marketing and website design. So that got me started, project management and IT, interesting enough. But it works, right? The two yes. definitely connect together. So it makes sense. Yes, <laughs> yes it does. It, it, it makes sense. I always say the Lord always brings us through different um, things that, and we don't know what's going to be used or gift, but um, it really supports it. Um, I love for systems and information technology and understanding that kind of segue into putting people's websites together because, of course, it's processes and systems that you use in order to create that. Absolutely. And I love how you said about using your gifts, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's so important yeah. for us to use our gifts. Sometimes people don't get a chance to use their gifts or they don't explore that part of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a beautiful thing when you're able to do what you love and, and showcase your gifts and help others by doing that. Yeah. So, so let's, as we, I, I, I alluded to this a little bit earlier about how colorful your page is, uh-huh. and I thought we would actually talk about colors. So how pivotal of a role does colors and color choice, selection, play in your overall branding? It plays a huge role. Being that your colors are, of course, the first thing we see. And we all know as humans, we're very, we respond to the things we see. Um, when we see colors such as McDonald's, when you see red and yellow, that's McDonald's. When you see those big golden arches, those are um, attractive to you because, hey, I know that's associated with food. Food has a different trigger in your body, all those different things. But um, at first glance, it does something to our brain to respond a certain way. So having the colors that speak to your brand and what your brand is about and what action you want your target audience to take plays a huge role. For instance, when I first started, my brand colors were navy blue and pink, and then it had a teal in there. It really represented femininity. The blue was more professional, and I kind of combined those together to be able to attract a certain audience. I used to just mostly serve um, women brands so that was a key um, color for me actually I kind of segue into more serving different target audiences so I've incorporated gray and that same navy blue for that professional but also that purple and that's more of elegant and uh, more of um, kind of a I wouldn't say serious tone but uh, more elevated branding so those colors it just plays a huge role in making sure you attract the target audience and that supports your messaging. And then you've since then transitioned, right, yes. into a different set of colors as well. So I guess that also went along with the new audience that you were targeting? Yes. When I went through my rebrand on last year, um, I really wanted to speak to, I would say a different audience, but kind of um, niche down. 
And that's what my art audience responded to, being that I'm in social media marketing. You know, I put some fillers out there to see what brands worked well together. I did a lot of testing um, and stuff like that. Those are the colors I centered on, and it has been wonderful. Um, just using that as an example, when I offer different things, I know what colors speak to what people and what colors support my message. I may use a actual bright color for a call to action. So that if you have a yellow or I use a bright green, it's like a sense of urgency, <laughs> that that bright color um, to bring people in and to have them know that's the color that's supposed to act on. So things like that have helped my brand ever since I rebranded last year. Yeah, and you definitely talked about using colors for different actions. And that goes back to color psychology, right? And I know that yes. that's something that you know a lot about. It's something that's important. So it's like as a brand, when you're trying to come up with colors like there's a lot of thought that goes into it right because I know how much knowledge you have on color psychology what are a few tips that you can give brands who are looking to select their brand colors of course I would first say narrow down what your brand is so what your brand is saying I would tell the person to get a list of adjectives that can be associated with your brand. So for instance, if you want the word quality, or if you want the word nice, or if you want the just descriptive words. So for instance, if you're a health brand, if you're about the environment, or if you're about the earth, it can be some different adjectives that you can use to create what your brand is. And then just write out a long description of my brand is one, two, three. It is not one, two, three. That's always helpful to really know your brand from the beginning. And then the second part, part of that is using color psychology. You can do a quick Google search of what colors are associated with health. Of course, green is going to come up, sometimes blue, depending on what tone or what shade of blue might come up as well. You can Google those words and look at what colors are associated with those. And that'll really help you get an idea of the range of colors that you'll be dealing with as you test out what colors work best. And then also looking at the balance of the colors, having some lighter ones and there some darker ones. And then also picking between three and five colors that you want your brand to encompass. I would say three, the minimum. And five to seven, the max. It depends on. I've seen seven at the most, but I usually pick five when I work with clients, if not four or five. So those are some quick, easy tips of listing out the brand adjectives and then also writing a long description of what you are and what you aren't. And then Googling those words and see what colors are associated with them. And then start to kind of mix and match and do some swatches and things like that. There's some awesome resources that I've shared through my blog. Canva is a great way to start playing around with colors, look at color codes and see what works best for you. And I love that idea of experimenting, right? I'm all about experimenting. And even before, mm-hmm. like I, as you said that, I was starting to think because even when I came up with my brand colors, I experimented with several different palettes before I, mm-hmm. I settled and landed on the the color scheme um so sometimes the first colors that you think of aren't always like the ones you should necessarily go with right so it's about playing around with it and as you said understanding what your brand is what's the feeling that you're trying to evoke does it match what topics for example that your field of expertise you're in so you had brought up like the environment or like nature right if you're a nature or brand that's all about nature and the environment most likely you'd want to have green in there somewhere there's certain colors that you may throw in there that will throw people off literally because they're like wait a minute like this has nothing like for our minds right like what we're used to and then you also had mentioned about playing around with the different shades of colors and that's I'm glad that you brought that up because even with colors there are different meat like depending on the shade 
there could be a different feeling or or meaning to it as well. So it definitely goes deep. And I love that you're bringing these um, tidbits up because I think this is going to be very valuable for a lot of people when they're coming to, you know, put their brand colors together. And we definitely at the end will share some of your contacts because I would love for them to, anybody who has further questions that they can get in touch with you and and get on that mailing list. (laughs) Yes. yes, you summarized it perfectly. Yes, yeah, so um, thank you, thank you for you know these amazing tips. That's why like I had to have you come on here. And, and for those of you that don't know, I've had an opportunity to interview Shanice before for IG Live. I think you came on twice. I think you're like the yeah. most interviewed guest I've ever had <laughs> because you're just so full of knowledge and just I love your energy, love your vibe, what your brand stands for. And then of course I've had you as a guest blogger as well on my site. So. I'm well aware of the amazing insights that Shanice has. And I'm like, I have to have you come on my podcast too. (laughs) If you're not tired of me interviewing you, I have to have you come on here. (laughs) I love your platform. And actually, people don't know, I actually started with IG Live from interviewing with you of getting more comfortable on camera, learning just my cadence. Sometimes I get so excited and really working with you and being able to be on your platforms has helped me so much. So it's an honor and a privilege to be involved in anything that you host. So I thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. So I really, really appreciate it. I wanted to also ask you about other brands who are already established. You know, you're giving all this great information. There might be brands that are already listening and that they've been around for a year, maybe a couple of years, and they already put their brand colors out there. They're maybe not feeling it or they feel their audience is not feeling it. And now they're hearing your tips and they're like, oh man, I wish I knew this before. Is it too late, like in your opinion, for them to switch and change their brand colors? Gotcha. I, I get exactly what you're asking. I would say not at all. If you realize something, you want something different, or if you're actually, let me pull out some kind of indicators that you need to change your brand. One of them is probably your target audience. The target audience you're looking for isn't responding, or you're getting a certain type of target audience that you're not seeking out. That's one indicator. Another indicator, if you know your look is maybe outdated and you want something to kind of refresh your brand, that's another indicator. And another one is if you're a bit frustrated, and I know we've all been there, of things not connecting or um, your brand not really being cohesive, that's another indicator. All three of those, you can always start anew, afresh. Like I said, I went through a rebrand in 2020. Um, It was kind of a long time coming (laughs) because when I first started my brand in 2016, I felt like I was in a different place. Being um, a little bit younger and focused on different services and offerings, I transitioned to something different last year and I felt like my brand needed a refresh and it was just on time. A lot of times we feel like, oh, maybe, oh goodness, I got it wrong the first time. Maybe I need to just start back over and it's a little bit humbling. It was humbling for myself, but you could always start over using one of those indicating factors is really going back to the drawing board and taking those tidbits that I gave of writing down what your brand is as you're going into um, kind of a new phase. And then also making sure that you're starting from scratch. A lot of times we think the old colors or the old way had influenced the new way. You can totally take a new turn. Um, and like I said, you use the word pivot. That's a really great word pivot. And starting afresh 
and using those colors will really just breathe fresh air into your brand. Right. <laughs> so just know that there are frustrated brand owners that I've worked with that we've done that. We've taken their colors. We may have used one or two colors, but we may have done brand new colors. And it's really been a great thing for their business. They were able to get a leg up knowing that those colors associated with their brand was going to be able to really elevate their brand. And then also help them reach a different audience. And also if they had different offerings of services, it aligned with those as well. So I would just encourage you, it's never too late to start over or to pivot. I love it. I love it. Definitely. We said that the word for 2020 was pivot. For a lot of, for a lot of businesses and I oh, think yeah, that, yeah, I saw that too. right because it's just like I feel like a lot of especially service-based businesses and even even product-based businesses they maybe incorporated products that they felt their audience would need right now so a lot of brands they started doing like masks and things like that for product-based but for service-based a lot of us that maybe we're used to working in person with people we have to change that so there's a lot of pivoting that went on like, i even think of event planners right they you know are used to doing these large weddings and then now it's like depending on i guess what part of the world you're in at one point it was maximum like maybe 20 people and then during the summer it went up to 50 right and these are yeah. wedding planners who are used to doing events for like hundreds of people they had to pivot i've seen people come up with these new packages based off yeah. of these quarantine or these uh pandemic weddings so a lot of creativity that went down last year it opened the idea that you it's okay to pivot because i think for not for everybody but there's a select group of people who maybe felt like if i change if i pivot i'm considered a failure yep right i went through that i went through that mindset and i had to really overcome it because sometimes it's like well if i didn't get it right the first time how, my audience, how is my audience going to view me? Is it going to be like, oh my goodness, what is she doing now? <laughs> like, you don't want to be seen as a failure, but it's really not a failure. You can talk to anybody that's been in business for years and that's successful. They had to do different things. If you don't give your chance, yourself a chance to try and be creative, you'll never know what works well for you. Don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as a lesson. You can either take a loss or a lesson. And I, I will take lessons every day of what not to do, maybe. <laughs> yes, I agree. I take it, take the lessons for sure. Because, you know, as we're growing too, things are going to evolve as well. So sometimes it is a matter of maybe things aren't working. And then maybe it's a, sometimes it's a thing of like, okay, how can I get to the next level now? So I, I think that's amazing advice. Thank you again for being a part of this. And how can people keep in touch and get in touch with you and, and get more of this goodness? Of course, of course. I am always on social media under Savvy Branding. It's at Savvy Branding, S-A-V-V-Y Branding. And then um, I'm on Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram, like I said, and also Pinterest. I share a lot of good great things on Pinterest visuals. You can also join my email list. I send out bi-weekly emails with face-based encouragement as well as there's usually one call to action about some steps you can take or something that I'm offering that's new. But I love to pour in to the people, the entrepreneurs that I serve and making sure they're great and everything's going well with them. I, I kind of look at myself as an unofficial accountability partner. <laughs> so um, I'm most of the time, when I can, I'll post out like my to-do list and I always say the goal is progress, um, not like I have to do everything everything today. I post that and then I always have an open-end communication. If you want to email me back, you have any questions, you can always do that from my email list. I also have a free checklist for getting your color scheme together and creating that. It tells you what you need for your color scheme and also gives you a bunch of examples and stock photos in that free guide. Then I also have a Pick Me Perfect guide that 
takes you through the process that I use to work with my um, clients one-on-one. So imagine working with a designer to create your colors, understand what your target audience is, who you are, and get those things documented. Start the color design process. I've put that into a guide. It's only nine bucks and it goes through exactly what I would go through with my client. So if you need an introduction of how to do the color schemes, that's in the free checklist and going beyond that of how to do it on your own. Each step-by-step process that's in the Pick Me Perfect guide. And then I also share colors on my social media, like I said before, of different examples of what colors mean and everything. So let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to help and I'm always open to give advice. Thank you so much, Shanice. And just to clarify, that's $9 US, right, for the guy? Yes, $9 US. I know you're my international sisters. (laughs) (laughs) That is an amazing, no matter what what part of the world, it's an amazing price that you're offering for that wealth of knowledge. So that's definitely a steal. So guys, go on that website and download that guy (laughs) for sure (laughs) for sure no problem no problem i definitely appreciate all that you do and i appreciate your brand that's why like i had to have you come on here and thank you for giving all this amazing knowledge for my listeners awesome Uh, it was just a pleasure i look forward to seeing what else you have and everything else you offer i will be always be tuned in (laughs) thank you shanice thank you so much So that is an interview with Shanice. What did I tell you? She has just so much knowledge when it comes to branding. And of course, I had to have her come on and talk about picking your brand colors. So I hope that was definitely helpful for you if you are a new brand starting out or you're an existing brand that is ready to switch it up a little bit. And I will also put in the show notes a link for her pick me guide that she mentioned in her interview so definitely look out for that and thank you guys so much again for tuning in i don't take it for granted so until next time i'm of course your host jessica alex thank you so much for listening to the boss of your brand podcast if you've enjoyed this episode please leave me a review your ratings and reviews help more people like you find my podcast and don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it Until next time, stay bossy.